Hello and welcome to part-time student lifelong learner, a practical guide on studying while working. My name is Ashraf and today we will discuss about getting into your target programs, the programs that you have been dreaming about, the programs that you would love to get in. If you have driven with children or seen movies with um, children as passengers at least, you would probably notice that 90% of them would ask the same question, are we there yet? The other 10% are asleep. So in the postgraduate application process, I am sad to report that even the most matured and composed person can turn into that curious, inquisitive and impatient child. Now take it from me, I've been there many times. The university admissions process can be an overwhelming maze, but you can get used to it. So don't worry about it. Let's look into how do we strategize our application. Um, personally, I did not get into any postgraduate program until my third year of applying. And this was down to my own failure, my own failed strategy. In the first two years, I only applied to one university in each year. And it was different university in each of those two years. But my mistake was that both of them were stretch schools. Now you must be wondering what are stretch schools or stretch universities or, or stretch programs. So it's important to strategize the choice of universities that we apply to into three categories. The stretch ones, the base ones, and the safety. Stretch are programs with the lowest probability of admission and the likelihood gets higher as you go from base to safety. And these are estimates and it would differ from one person to another. So stretch programs, you might have low chance of getting in, but it's worth a shot. Base programs, you sort of know that you have a fair chance of getting in. And for safety programs, these are the ones that you have to apply because you know that if you got in, perhaps with some funding, for example, you would definitely go to those programs if you do not get into the other programs. So these are this is a way of strategizing how you categorize your program. So in my early days of applying to my programs, I wasn't too sure um, if I wanted to start right away, for example. So, but I wanted to sort of measure how hard it is to get into to programs. So I was testing the water for 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 for, for that period. So my experiment was, was a flawed one because I had a sample of one. So I was just applying to one university. So I, would, I wasn't able to then demarcate how the admissions would be across those three categories. So the three categories could potentially correlate with the ranking of programs um, in the prominent list that you have out there. For example, if you're applying to an MBA program, um, one reputable ranking is the Financial Times one, uh, and they have about 100 entries in there. So from the list of 100 schools, um, you could perhaps break it down into, into, into ranges. So safety could be in the top 50, base in the top 25, and stretch in the top 10. 
Um, but this classification it varies widely from one person to another. Um, a candidate with stellar work experience, for example, um, superb standardized test scores in the GMAT or GRE, uh, and their and their grades are, are uh, in in their transcript are good. So their safety could be in the top 15, the base in the top 10, and stretch in the top five. So there are also candidates who just go in the top 10. So they just break it into three and then they just do it that way. So there are many ways of breaking it down and it's very unique from one person to another. So you can do sort of a self-assessment to to see where you are. Yeah. So as I said earlier, it wasn't until my third year of applying that I began to distribute my choices into three programs that fit each category. Um, my limitation previously was mainly the application fee. Uh, but in my case, only the stretch universities uh, had impose the application fee so what's the harm in applying to the programs that do not have fees anyway namely the base and the, the safety programs and and most of the programs require similar information so uh, moving from one application to another um, was not difficult but you have to be aware to not just copy paste everything so i have to highlight that timing is a critical factor although you have demarcated your choices so given the range of documents that you need to put together for the application process it's vital to streamline all the key dates together just put it down on a piece of paper or on a spreadsheet the most important one is the application deadline so you work backwards from the deadline and arrange the standardized tests the transcript orders that you might need from your college and recommendation letters from your boss for example So since COVID-19, I know that some universities have been a bit lenient uh, with the process. Some have waived um, the standardized test requirement and a few others have also accepted deferment as people uh, need to consider more aspects before making a decision. But the rule of thumb is basically start early, submit early. I got my submissions in ridiculously early just because I want to get it out of the way and I want to you know just focus on the next step uh, but that might not specifically influence the admissions result but it just manages my stress level better yeah so look into strategizing the application after you have submitted the application then there's the waiting game and for this process patience is key you would perhaps know later on that some people would frantically just press the F5 button and and refresh the browser on on admissions day or oh, sorry on results day but you don't have to do that necessarily so if you're like me you do want to know the outcome of your application almost immediately after you click the the submit button unfortunately Most universities take about a month to process the application, maybe more. And this is not including time for interview. So I don't know much about what goes on behind the scene when your application reaches the office, but you can sort of estimate on a high level what happens next. So once the application comes in, there's the filtering process um, of proceeding with candidates who meet the minimum requirement as they have outlined in the website. Um, and then that's the objective part. Then you have the subjective part, which is the essay and also the interview. So if you could imagine, if you look into the uh, paperwork as well as the communication involved, 
um, I would estimate two to three months before you get an answer. And again, it's an estimate. It differs from one school to another. So prepare yourself for the waiting game. But do know that you're not alone in the process. There are many online forums where applicants meet up just to panic together, I guess. So there's the Grad Cafe, there's Reddit Grad Admissions, um, and basically 90% of the posts are just people asking, are we there yet? <laughs> Does anybody, uh, have anyone received uh, a result yet? Yeah. So you're not alone. Go online. There are some forums for, for people who are on the same boat. Now, in the great situation that you've got in, um, you might be asking, what is next? So, so universities have many ways of, of announcing their admissions result. Uh, some would email you right away. Um, some would prolong the joy or the pain. Would just ask you to go and log into the application portal first. And some even still do it by phone. I don't know why. So no matter how they come, uh, results day is usually is a day full of nerves and emotions. So I just did a math the other day of the rate of admissions that I've I've gained over the years uh, for my master's program. From the number of applications that I've sent, I've got into about 72% of, of, the, of the program that I've, I've applied. For my doctoral applications, however, the figure plummeted down to a measly about 37.5%. So out of eight programs that I applied to, I was accepted by three and I was rejected by five. That was fun. So I have to stress that be it masters or, or doctoral, the, the, the rate of rejection is, is linear, correlates with the degree level. As you get higher, the, the number of spaces is smaller. So do, do do take note that rejection is a perfectly normal occurrence in the postgraduate application process. Sometimes there are just too many applicants applicants to the same program. Sometimes there are just no not enough supervisor for the year. And sometimes there's not enough grant or not money for the particular program. So um, let's assume that you do get into a particular program. It's important to not get swayed into making a hasty decision. So there's a tendency for the decision to be made within a stipulated time, but there's usually room to compromise in terms of the timing required for response to be made. So let all the applications result come in first, and then you decide on a program that is best for you. So there are, there are many factors that that, that um, influence a decision on whether a student pursue a program or otherwise. And one deciding factor could be funding. Some admissions come together with funding, um, so it's, it makes the decision-making easier. But for part-time programs, however, I think the funding is a bit rare. So, But it's not non-existence, it is out there. But Again, money is one dimension of the entire spectrum. So if you get funding, there's other factors of supervisor availability, which usually comes together with the decision in the first place. You look into the university reputation, the networking opportunity, and many other aspects of the institution. For part-time programs, I would say that the format and the schedule of the programs are an important factor to consider. 
So because most of the students are generally working full time, so these many factors need to complement each other, and you need to look into each program in a wholesome manner. So basically, once you get the result in. Uh, put pen to paper and list down the pros and cons of each of the programs. Just benchmark, bounce ideas with your friends, um, especially those who are undergoing the same programs. So, if you again, if you look online, there are many there are many um, uh, uh, perspectives that you can also gain over there. So, as we've looked earlier, um, there's the factor of strategizing your application, stretch, base, and safety. It's important to be patient as you wait for the decision to come, and take your time to decide, but not too long. With that, I wish you good luck. Thank you for your support, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.